Good morning and welcome to the First Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Austin. We're a spiritual and spirited congregation dedicated to the free and responsible search for truth and meaning. We're very glad you're here and for those of you who brought furry friends, both breathing and stuffed or lizard non-furry friends also, welcome. We come from a long heritage of teaching that there's a spark of the divine in every person. And for this morning, we will expand it to every being. So we greet the divine on Sunday morning by turning to the people around us and welcoming them here this morning. Will you please say with me the words by which we light our chalice, which is the symbol of our faith. Love is the spirit of this church, and service is its law. This is our great covenant, to dwell together in peace, to seek the truth in love, and to help one another. Our call to worship this morning is a poem, The Calling of the Creatures, by Ian W. Riddell. Come hoof and trunk and tail and horn and paw and weak and claw. Come bird and reptile, mammal born, all full of nature's law. Bring bark and crow and ribbit too, and silent stare and hiss. Bring purr and trill and warble too, and voice no ear can miss. We gather here each life and all to celebrate and sing, to honor creature large and small. Tis holiness we bring. I'm so glad to be back here with you after a month away. It felt like a year. It's good to see your faces again. I love being here with you guys, um, with y'all, now that, I'm, now that I'm back on the Texas coast. Um, anyway, I want you to know that our mission, which we're about to say together, is working because this church has a reputation. I heard a story from the forum yesterday that a visitor to the forum was very impressed with our art installation protesting the wall. (laughs) And I just love that someone knew that we were the kind of church that just might do something like that. So let us say our very good mission together. Together we nourish souls, transform lives, and do justice to build a beloved community. Our meditation reading this morning is also a poem. We give thanks for the animals by Gary Kowalski. We give thanks for the animals who live close to nature, who remind us of the sanctities of birth and death, who do not trouble their lives with foreboding or grief, who let go each moment as it passes and accept each new one as it comes with serenity and grace. Enable us to walk in beauty as they do, at one with the turning seasons, welcoming the sunrise and at peace with sunset, 
And as we hallow the memory of good friends now departed, who loved abundantly and in their time were loved, who freely gave us their affection and loyalty, let us not be anxious for tomorrow, but ask only that kindness and gratitude fill our hearts day by day into the passing years. This is the time in our service when we enter into an attitude of meditation and prayer, where we speak and listen to God as we understand God, or where we just listen to our inner wisdom or watch our breath as it comes in and out of our bodies. A lot of times when we have the kids here in service with us, we'd say we're just going to breathe 10 times really deeply together. And I want to add to that because we're going to do that. But I want to add, if you're around a dog or if you have a dog, I read that a good way to calm down a dog is to yawn. And then the dog will yawn. And the dogs calm themselves down by yawning. Can't be no fake yawn. Got to be a real yawn. Sorry, code switching. And... So if you're around a dog, you can try yawning meditation as well. So let's enter into the silence and breathe deeply together. The way we bless our pets, Unitarian Universalism doesn't really have like a priestly person who does all the blessing. We are, we, we are one of the believers in all Protestant denominations of the priesthood of all believers. So we are going to bless our own animals and one another's animals in a little bit. But I will be happy to greet your animal uh, if you want when they come up to the front. Anyway, um, let us commence, we're going to learn a blessing song that we bless our animals with. Here's how it starts. There is a love holding us 
Want to sing that with me? It's in three-quarter time, if that means anything to you. There is a love holding us. Nice. There's a love holding us. And I think there's so much love in this room because we all have animals that we love, and some have many, and many different kinds of animals, and some have one, and some have one that lives in their heart that's not longer, that's no longer breathing, but still precious, and some have stuffed animal friends. There's just so much love. And in my theology, which really has nothing to do with what you have to believe, but the way I think about God is as a river of love that runs through the universe. And I think every time someone does something loving, there's a loving action between humans or between animals, among animals, between humans and animals. I don't know. I think trees maybe love each other. I'm not sure, but I've read the latest uh, scientific-ish book and um, leads me to believe that maybe there is something like that going on too. That every time there is love, it adds to the stream of love in the universe. And so when we are loved by our animals or when we love them, we add to God in my theology. A sociologist did a study about how much people love their animals and found that in many families, um, the animal companions are loved pretty much as much as the human companions. And I read a book called It's a Dog's Life by a woman who was an anthropologist, but she started studying the dogs in her neighborhood as if they were a a people. And... um, Her husband had a dog who he said was the keeper of my soul. And she said one night she kind of idly asked him, if you had to choose between your dog and me. She said he put his hand over his face and said, please don't ask me that. (laughs) There is a love holding us. So there's a love holding all that we love, and to me, this is a way of talking about God or the love in the universe and the the love we add to. You heard me talk about the bear that was my friend since birth, and he was a good companion to me. And um, I was reading in the yoga journal, no, Yoga World is the name of that publication that I read instead of actually doing yoga, and... uh, It had a wonderful description of being a good companion. It said, To be a good companion, you will need to be caring and concerned about their happiness. As a friend, you will want to share their concerns and their work. Naturally, you will want to make their life more pleasant. And you will have to know life and yourself well enough to become trustworthy, capable of keeping your agreements. To be a friend, your word must be true. A true friend will hold goodwill in their heart even when you misunderstood or distrust your companion. You hold goodwill in your heart. I think this is a wonderful description of how to be a companion to an animal or a person. And the last thing it says is you will refuse to indulge bad moods brought on by your inadequacies. 
You will refuse to indulge bad moods brought on by your inadequacies. I think that's a little harsh. (laughs) May we all find a being like this at some point in our life, a being who can be a true companion to us, whether it's a, a spouse or a parent or a child or an animal companion. And may we be able to be a friend like this ourselves. Our job here on earth, I mean, the, the meaning of life, just will tell you today, the meaning of life is to learn to love and be loved. So animals help us with the meaning of life, to learn to love and be loved. And they are our teachers. There is a love holding us. There is a love holding all that we love. There is a love holding all. We rest in this love. We'll sing that some more. You can get to know it, and the words are in your order of service if you're curious. So last week, um, my wife and I were talking about our ancestors and our teachers because... um, she was doing a class at seminary about honoring ancestors. It had some components of honoring ancestors. And so I was thinking about who had been my teachers, and I was thinking about a woman named Polly who, who taught me dream interpretation. Um, she was a retired Jungian analyst um, who lived in the mountains of North Carolina. And you wouldn't know how many Jungian analysts there are in Appalachia, but there are a lot. And um, she had this dog named Riggy, who was a Bernese mountain dog. Have you ever seen one of those? They're, they're, they're big, like that dog right there. They're, they look like a St. Bernard, but they are a Bernese mountain dog, and his name was Riggy, I told you. So we were using my dreams and my life for her to train me, and so sometimes talking about your life, you get sad. And whenever I would get sad talking to her, Riggy would get up which was a production from beside her chair, and he would come and he would lean on my knee with all his weight. And sometimes he would put his chin on my knee. And it made me feel a lot better. And from Riggy, so Riggy is one of my teachers because I learned, um, which has stood me in good stead in my job, I learned that really when somebody is really sad, there's nothing you can say that's going to make much difference. And we all think, oh, I feel so inadequate because I don't know what to say. It's not saying that makes people comforted. It's being there with them, just to be present with them in the hospital room or um, wherever they have come to you for comfort. It's just good to be there with someone. And I don't know, if you know them well enough, sometimes you can lean on them. And I don't really recommend that you put put your chin on their knee, but... uh, Maybe put an arm on, around their shoulder, depending on what's appropriate. But Riggy was one of my teachers, I realize. And so I honor him. There is love holding us. There is a love holding all that we love. There is a love holding all we rest 
love. That's the whole song. And it's a blessing song that I learned at the seminary where Kaya is going right now. I went to the um, ceremony to welcome new students. And they sing this song for the new students. And they put the student's name in the song. So it's a blessing song. It's written by Elizabeth Norton and Rebecca Parker, who used to be the president of that seminary. And so instead of saying we rest in this love, we say the name of someone we want to bless in this love. And so I would say the name of my animal companions or whoever else I might want to bless. I've got a lot of people in my life that I want to bless. And we're going to not sing this song that many times, but we're going to sing it enough for, for you all to bless three or four animals or people. And then we're going to make an attempt uh, to sing it as a round with the help of Katrina. Um, thank you, Katrina. So let's get ready to bless our animals. You can put your hand on your animal or on their picture or just on your heart as you remember them or as you think about them at home. And instead of saying we rest, you say their name. There is a love holding us. There is a love holding all that we love. There is a love holding all high in this love.
May we notice all the ways in which we are blessed in the upcoming weeks, and may we notice all the ways in which we might be a blessing in the upcoming weeks. Please say with me the words by which we extinguish our chalice. We extinguish this flame, but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the fire of commitment. These we hold in our hearts until we are together again. Remember the way of the wind and breathe and blow. Remember the way of the fire and sparkle and glitter and glow. Remember the way of the water and ebb and flow. Remember the way of the earth and grow. Go in peace. This is a production of the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. For more information, go to our website at austinuu.org.